Okay, so um, I'm here today with a friend, Lisa, Lisa Hogg, and we met up in London at a, at a very sort of um, informative day called One Question. I introduced myself to Lisa because she was so good articulating questions in the audience that I had to say hello. Um, we've met a few times since online, had a lot in common, and have become friends. So hello, Lisa, and how do you feel today? Hey, Gareth. Uh, thanks Hi. for inviting me. Um, yeah, I feel, I was thinking about it, and um, I feel tired, but I feel good today. Good. It's nice to hear. So, yeah, I'd say from a mood point of view, um, second from the top. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Brilliant. And is that a, a sort of consistent sort of range for you, or do you, you know, how do you generally feel and, and what sort of um what sort of things affect you most in life um well lately just and lately i mean <laughs> literally in the last few weeks um i've been closer to the top but that's not always a, a given for me um like in in december i was much more at, at the bottom of the spectrum so um and i guess the the things that really influence me and like kind of my mood I guess it's just where I'm at um it's nothing unusual it's like where I'm at in life um I'm a a solopreneur I'm a, a single mom and I, I have been for like 14 years um and yeah the world's been sort of a bit challenging um in the, the last few months so I think you know in one of our previous conversations um we we chatted about you don't always hit the lightest color and um, you realize that those are the exceptional days but if i if i'm somewhere around the middle i'm i'm pumped um i'm happy about that because that means everything is feeling somewhat in balance um and that's kind of what i try to focus on in in my own way oh, i agree i mean i'm over the moon if i if i could <laughs> if i could maintain that kind of middle uh, middle zone of sort of you know not peak and not trough mm, yeah. then I feel like life is you know going as well as it can be and, it, and it's great actually and those things then actually stand out don't they because you know you couldn't be euphoric all the time yeah and whilst <laughs> I know that you can be low all the time um yeah that's I, a I, I, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'd rather them be sort of incidental things that stand out so yeah that's that's Good to hear that you 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 sort of maintain that middle range mostly. Yeah, um, you don't have to talk about it, but do you know why December was different? Oh yeah, I mean definitely. I think um, so. Like I said, you know, I, I have my own business, and the um, and it's called Brave. So this, you know, in this conversation, I'm going to be brave, and I mean, I think how you've learned to know me is. Um, there's not a lot of filter going on. So um, I like to share because um, if other people hear that other people have also been struggling, then like we've said before, you feel less alone. So my business was really slow um, for like four months. Um, I renovated my home. So I had to move out for like eight weeks and, and live with other people. And um, I'm a a hyper independent, um, hyper vigilant um, personality, um, hashtag trauma. 
And um, so living with other people, even if they're great people, is is really difficult for me because I generally, um, as a, a survival thing, I, I feel safest when I'm alone. Um, so constantly being, I could be around my kids all the time, but that's a completely different thing. Um, so it was the combination of, you know, business being tough, not having my, my cave, you know, I'm, I'm obsessed with wolves. So, you know, I'm like, <laughs> uh, I need my cave to, to recoup, even though most people think I'm an extrovert, extrovert. I'm, I'm not, I, I need time to, to rebalance and be quiet. Um, and then, you know, bigger life things, you know, I'm, I'm heading to my, well, my son and I argue whether I'm mid forties or late forties. Um, I say <laughs> mid, he says late. Um, <laughs> so he's a little shit. Um, but, um, you know, and I've been single a long time. So Christmas somehow always triggers me as well. Um, I, there's just a, a sort of a sadness. And then I've also, you know, the, the spirit of being brave, I've also struggled with depression in the past and I was petrified it was coming back. Um, and I think it was more situational and that my anxiety was taking over me and I'm incredibly capable and I expect a lot from myself and that I should handle things really well all the time. But um, in reflection, I realized, and it's a, it's a sucky way to find out, but um, I realized I no longer wanted to rely on my old coping mechanisms um, to get through a tough time, which would have been to suck it up and power through. And I realized actually what I'm craving and longing for is comfort and support, but I don't know how to ask for it and I don't know how to accept it. But I was really in this midway point between rejecting the old and embracing the new. I just hadn't built the muscle yet of accepting the support because you can kind of fool yourself that you don't have the support around you, but it's a bit of bullshit. Um, It's more your capacity to um, reach out to the right people because, um, you know, a trauma response can also be constantly reaching out to the wrong people. Um, But then also being able to not want to throw up when people ask you if they can help you. So it was just um, a massive combination of things that just really came to a head just before Christmas. That's, so that's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot, but it's also, but it's also very, very aware um, and self-aware. Have you, have you always been able to break things down like that and understand and learn from them, or is that a, a more recent thing? I mean, I think I have always been good at it, but the, the difference um, in where I'm at now and how I've grown in that respect is I can now look at it without um, self-judgment which is a much more effective way of of looking at a situation and growing from it because I have always been very self-aware but yeah. in a, I'm um, I'm not good enough, you know. Um, are we allowed to swear on this? I didn't I didn't ask you. Um, uh, probably not. <laughs> I don't mind, yeah, okay. but it might be the odd young I person pause. who would be a no, 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 don't, it's, it's, it's me. It's it's either I swear or I don't swear because you don't want to okay, give me like don't. a middle ground. Um, my <laughs> middle ground is different to other people. <laughs> so, um, 
no, but it's, before I was aware, but it was much more in a judgmental point of view. Now um, I can look at um, my behaviors, own the things that I should own, um, come at it with um, radical kindness to myself. And that's actually resulted in me being able to make positive changes. And how I got, you know, into that point um, or the ability to do that is I, I did um somatic therapy for like I guess two and a half years or so so working it's body-based therapy where you you really spend time um getting to know yourself better and your body responses and understanding you know what traumas have influenced you in your life and how those um influence your reactions and, and your coping mechanisms and, and all these sort of things. So I think I have always been, I think, mature beyond my years, but I didn't really always use it to my advantage. No, and I think, I mean, I'm definitely not in my late 40s or mid 40s because I'm I'm definitely 50. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I understand a fair bit of what you're talking about there because it's only a recent thing with me, but for years now I've been trying to mm. think of how to become more accepting of it's not just external things. It's of the sort of um, questions you put to yourself really. And you, as long as you're doing your best, isn't it? But what I've really come to is not to think about things as positive or negative. And mm. they just are and that level of acceptance is, really difficult and i'm not particularly good at it is the truth but i also have seen a little chink of mm. relief from adopting that attitude more to the yeah. point where if sort of um it's quite easy now because i've had to become more aware but if i can see sort of depression coming on the cards i don't think oh here we go or oh my God, why is this happening again or anything like that? I just sort of accept it and have learned to just get on with what I can get on with at that moment. And it passes quite quickly now. Mm. And um, I'm not even looking for what the triggers are anymore other than I've learned how to live in a way that hopefully minimizes that. So I, I think there's a lot of similarities there in terms of what you're talking about um, and the idea of acceptance. Yeah, I think, I mean, you and you realize once you actually embrace it, it feels really good. And yeah. it starts to make, create more possibility around you because you, you know, I'm a, I'm, you know, I can be quite in, intense. So like the, the rumble and the hustle is, is something that I, I like to be in, but now I can be selective of, of where I do that rather than it being such a immense default, um, and you know, if I'm honest, um, I do. And I, I think we get judged when we say things like this, but like, I do like who I am. Um, yeah. I don't want to be different. I just think sometimes the world, especially for a woman like me, it's been a little bit of a difficult place to, to be in. And I've always seen it as sort of something to rage against where I think I'm at the point now is, you know, if, if I'm too much for you, go get less. Um, I'm, I'm quite happy with who I am. Um, <laughs> and it, it doesn't mean I'm, you know, I'm no, I think you're disrespectful right. or unkind um, exactly. to anyone because that's not the way I roll. But no. um, 
I just, I, I think actually I'm a much nicer person when um, to be around because I am more at peace with myself. And do you think that will make it easier for you to, you said you've realized now that you need comfort and you yeah. know, sort of love. And do you, will it, do you feel that that's going to be easier for you to accept then? Well, I, I do, <laughs> you know, I've, I've spoken a lot to friends about sort of manifesting and the energy you put out is the energy you bring in. And sometimes I embrace the thought, sometimes, you know, I, I roll so badly it's audible. Um, so, um, but yes, I do because I'm building an appetite for it and I, I really want right. it. Um, but, you know, from a fun point of view and also why I feel good is i I went on like the best date I've been on in years two weeks ago with a really fun and, you know, nice guy. And it's just weird. There just seems, you know, business is going like loads better. It just feels like there's been quite a significant shift um, in in the last while. And I I do think it's because – I'm actively choosing differently. So even though it might be an energetic thing too, I think it is also how I'm navigating the the world around me. So um I don't think I don't think it's gonna be easy though, Gareth. I think um I've got a lot to learn. Um I'm not easy to help. Um so I one, I'll you know need to be around friends and my children and my family um they navigate me relatively well um when I'm in that sort of space of you know hard to help um but I think from a romantic point of view I like to refer it as the last dragon I have to slay um which <laughs> doesn't sound very well I suppose it's does, romantic does, does, it's, your, does your date uh know that, he, <laughs> that yeah, that's how things are um, we've spoken about of... all of it that's the amazing thing Oh, cool. Um, That's excellent. Yeah, it's been super open and um and honest. So I've I've basically come at it that I because I because of some like insecurities, I tend to morph a little bit, especially my energy goes really young um in sort of a romantic scenario. So I get really insecure. I'm not this powerful woman that most people know me to be. And I've committed to myself that going forward, I will show up as exactly who I am. And oh, um, and I've done that and it seems to, you know, have worked out. Um, I mean, it's super early days, but like having one successful date for me is a total win. <laughs> so. I think that's all you can be, isn't it? You can only ever be yourself. And you learn to accept that. And I think that, you know, the way you're talking about what you put into the world and it coming yeah. back, it's almost like a mirror, isn't it? It's almost like what you're projecting is now what you're seeing. And it sounds great. It sounds like you've turned a big corner. Yeah, and I think even how you and I have become friends. Um, I think the the day we we met at one question, and and how you saw me asking those questions, that was you know very much who I am. Um, and yeah. then you know we've subsequently found out we've got a lot in common, and I think that's how you attract the right people um, yeah, in your definitely. life because um, it just you know, there's a richness in the experience um, that if you, you're you dumbing yourself down, um, you don't actually make the connections that will feed you. And I think and that's also, you know, connect. we 
hardwired to be connected as humans. Um, and yeah. that's obviously, you know, coming back to feeling good and, and your mood that that's very much, we're not meant to be sort of solitary. Um, even no. though the, the world it is somewhat of a pandemic, there are a lot of lonely people um, out there. So yeah, being yourself and accepting of all the colors, <laughs> you know, it, of yourself, I think is um, at least it's, it's what's made life become easier for me in the, the last I think while. it's important. And then, then yeah. it's natural and it, it's, it's, it's an easier way to live. <laughs> and I think as long as you're trying your best to be a decent person, not to mm. harm people, things like that, then you've got nothing to be embarrassed or ashamed about. And the best advice I could ever give my kids, which they've had from day one, like I've got two boys, they're called Will and Tom. Mm. And their whole lives, I've only ever said to them, always be Tom or always be Will. Because I know they're yeah. decent and they got good values and, you know, want to look after people and things like that. So therefore, in any given circumstance, just be Will or be Tom mm. or be Lisa or be whoever. Yeah. Just be yourself. Yeah. I mean, Sorry, I'm not trying people, to preach. It is, it is, no, no, no. But it's, it, it is, I think, uh, you have to commit to yourself because it, it can be challenging on, on yeah. some days. You know, if you things like you know imposter syndrome if you're doing something new or when yeah, you're yeah. in an uncomfortable situation um but I think that's for me when the radical kindness towards yourself comes in because you're not going to get it right all of the time um but yeah I think it is it is important to to be your yourself um the world's a much more interesting place as a result yeah and, and I find in the relationships that I'm making and meeting the people I meet in is bizarre because often I meet people independently and I gravitate to them for whatever reason or vice mm. versa and they already know each other <laughs> that's the bizarrest thing I'm finding now is that more and more <laughs> it's like this circle and this foundation of people that are all kind of on a similar wavelength it's, it's really quite odd like I've yeah. met people who were in the one question room but I've met them completely independently since oh and weird it turns out they were in the room with us oh um, funny yeah, very odd. But anyway, um, so what does the we've got a few minutes left. What what's the future looking like for you? What's what's next? Other than more dating. Lots <laughs> more dating. Um, <laughs> um I mean I'm pretty excited because my like um my mood's lifted. Um yeah. I just see more possibility. And yeah, at the beginning of the call, I said I was a bit tired, but the the tired comes from just having a really productive week. Um right. and putting messages out there. And I like I think, especially because the last few months of last year were were tough, I was struggling to see opportunity. Um, I was struggling to create opportunity. And now I'm just, I'm really excited about, um, I mean, mostly doing stuff through um, my business, but it's a passion point for me. So it, it makes it exciting. Um, so I guess um, I just really want to do more exciting initiatives through my work. Um, I definitely want to travel. I'm craving adventure. Um, so I want to, I've never been like a big hiker, but I'd love to go on hikes. Um, so, and even solo trips, I've, I've traveled on my own before. Um, so travel, I really want to get that done. Um, and just more quality time with friends. Um, my best, my longest best friend lives in Berlin. So I'm, I'm going to see her next weekend for her birthday. 
and just not letting time go by um, without maximizing it. But then um, I'm very conscious of rest in between because um, I used to just always go, go, go and then collapse. And yeah. what you were saying about um, acknowledging sort of when the darker days can come, um, getting better at identifying it earlier so you actually spend your energy in the recovery rather than in the moment. My, my sister Samantha used to say, and I'm going to say it in my South African accent, which might throw some people off, but it's like you're in a car, um, you can park, but don't unpack. Um, and I think that's sort of the keeping that balance going um, and more cold swims like we spoke about earlier. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Cold swims forever. Cold swims for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been great chatting, Lisa. It really has. Um, thanks for doing it. And it sounds like you're already on the adventure since December. <laughs> oh, that's Yeah, it's a nice way to put it. Um, and I, I don't disagree. But thank you for having me. I always love talking to you. It's always a pleasure. Oh, cool. No, thank you. And uh, stay well. Yeah, you too. Ciao. Cheers. Bye.